Welcome to The Juggling Act, a podcast to help parents doing the juggle, hosted by me, Jules Robinson. And me, Mel Wilson. Can you believe there is only two days left of the year? I mean, I'm not sorry to see the back of 21, but it has gone so quickly. Like, it seriously has. Yeah, but then I think when you look back on it, we were, like, in lockdown for a third of the year in Sydney. I loved it. (laughs) You do. You want another one? Like some kind of sadist. Uh, (laughs) I mean, nothing really changed for me. So, I mean, I just mean I didn't go out. But that's um, true. But it has. I mean, I think I say because I'm Albert Einstein on March the eighth. Everyone and International Women's Day is my birthday. Oh, yeah, another one. You didn't know that about me. Yeah. I think your age is how many miles per hour you're going. So the older you get is how quick your year goes. <laughs> well, also, I read somewhere Another that it was... Another fun facts made by me. I <laughs> also read somewhere that it's like, because as you get older and you've got less of your life to go, like, you know, your life expectancy is getting shorter and shorter, that that's why the year goes faster, which is <laughs> well, depressing. It's so depressing. I like my version better. <laughs> It's much more positive, I will say. But then I think when you get really old, like I'm talking like in a home, I reckon it probably goes back to when you're at school and the six weeks holiday feels like a lifetime. Yeah. I think it's like an arc, you know, like that bell curve. And so then once you get to like kind of your 80s and 90s, it's like you're a toddler again. Yeah, totally. It's like Benjamin Button all over. Oh, that's depressing. (laughs) Anyway. Something that is not depressing, our best of episodes. Yes. (laughs) Today we've got another best of episodes for you. We pulled together our favourite chats, there's been so many, uh, about being a working mum from career reinventions to whether or not you can have it all. I wanted to talk to you about whether or not you think working mums can have it all. Can we be a successful business owner or really successful in our career, be a really present mother, great partner, friend, sister, daughter, all of the things, or is balance just complete BS? Oh, it's a tough one because I think I I feel, yeah, you can have it all, but you're exhausted. You know, you can have it all. Absolutely, you can. And I just think you need to evaluate at the time of your life, like, what is really important. Like, at the moment, I'm not the greatest girlfriend to my friends. I don't get to see them very often. I mean, I'm talking even coming out of lockdown. We have just now organised a catch-up December 18th. Like, it takes us so long to get us all in the same room, and it's going to be worth it, trust me. But you try for a date until everyone just gives up. Yeah. Like, I'll see you when we're 50. Yeah. So, and I'm not the greatest girlfriend. Like, I'm always there if you need me, but at the moment... in my life right now is, you know, getting all my businesses running, which is providing for my family for their future and obviously my child. So they're my priorities. And mm. that and that is taking on a lot, you know, in another world, yeah, I would just be a full-time mum, which, you know, would be amazing, but that's not my life right now. Yeah. So I um, I do think you can, but you just got to, you got to really want it, I think, mm. because it's hard and it's hard even just being a mum is really hard sometimes. Yeah. So I just, yeah, you've just got to evaluate what, what is it that is important to you. Yeah. Um, as I said, I'm, I'm a shit friend right now. So sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I may not text back. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not the social organizer. That's me. I don't know why I continually, continuously get that role. The, the type A organized one, I think. I kind of agree with you in the sense that I think you can 
have it all, you do have to really want it. I just don't know that you can have it all at the same time, which I think probably feeds into what you're saying. Like, yeah. Because sometimes I really feel like I'm kicking goals at work and doing amazing, amazing things. But I'm actually maybe not a great mum yep. or I'm not around. I don't feel like I'm around much and I'm missing school plays and band rehearsals and I can't do canteen and all of that sort of stuff. And then sometimes I'm I'm like, I was like a really good mum today, <laughs> but then work might fall to shit or, you know, I think, isn't there that my psychologist talks about the pie chart of your life where yeah. like you just never really have all the all pieces the fitting things in place, at yeah. the same time. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of it as a working mum. And I, I read this lovely description one day that was talking about keeping all the balls in the air. And they said, you just have to remember that some balls are made of glass and some balls are made of plastic and you know which ones you can let drop and which ones you can't. Yeah, that's amazing because yeah. you, do, you do know when your child really, really needs you. And and of course, yeah, and I think that's really important. And your child is always glass, right? Like they're always yep. the ones that you put first towards, towards you know, for everything. But yeah, yeah as I said, I, I, you know, I'm very much, I, I do a lot of stuff and I and I do work really hard to have it all, but that doesn't yep. come easy, you know, and good and hard, good things happen and it don't just fall on your lap. Like you've got to work for yeah. it. So yeah, it's a tough one. It is a really tough one. But, yeah, you're just exhausted. Well, this is it. I think when you try to achieve that balance and you try to be everything to everyone yep. and be the amazing boss and colleague and business owner and mum and partner and all of those kind of things, you just get to the end of the day and you feel like you've been pulled in a thousand different directions and that's when I feel like you that's start... That's when you become a mumby. Yes. <laughs> it's when you stay up way too late watching television because you're just fucking over everything. But I think that's what happens then when you get spread too thin and then that's when you run the risk of letting those glass balls fall because yeah. you are just pushed to a limit and shattered and you have nothing left to yeah. give. Oh, let's glass balls. Let's keep rolling with this. This is good. Glass, glass <laughs> I balls. I like the glass balls. Yeah, we'll keep that, um, keep that rolling. <laughs> just Literally, because it's Literally. a ball. <laughs> just not down a hill. <laughs> Coming up after this short break, we're chatting career reinventions. I wanted to talk to you today about career reinventions because I think a lot of people after COVID and lockdown are now reaching that stage where they've started to reevaluate what it is that they want from life. And I know that that's something a lot of people go through as well after they have children because they might need a little bit more flexibility. They might not want to work full time or maybe even it's the husband that's doing that. But I have also found that it's quite common in women approaching their 40s to rethink what it is that they want out of their career and what's important to them. And I know that you used to work as a hair and makeup artist in the UK for years before you went on maths and then started your own business. So you've had quite a big shift in terms of where you probably thought your career was going to where you are now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely did. But I also obviously had the plan and, and the mission to create a family one day. So I also wanted to create something that was mine and also, you know, when it started to be a good mummy business, if that makes sense, something that I could do from home, something I could grow myself. And yeah, in your um, own time. that's kind of where my mindset was at, at the start of it to think like, I want to have my own family and I can't be, you know, doing hair and makeup, you know, and being running a shop and all that and standing on my feet for eight hours. And, and I just couldn't, like it wouldn't have happened. So it's not practical. Um, yeah. that's why I did, that was one of the reasons of starting my own business at the, at the same time. And I think it's, um, 
A lot of a lot of mums do, you know, because you do in obviously workforces now they're so accommodating to to new mums, to new dads and maternity leave and all that. But a lot of mums start businesses for that reason to support their family and to still have something of their own going on and I actually just recently um won an award for the Ausmuntpreneur, which is a Australian it's quite a prestigious awards and they they it's just a great way to recognize mums in business because they obviously mm. put so much back into the economy as well. They generally employ other mums as well and they just get it and they know the struggle's real. And I just think it's a really special award. So if there's any yeah. mums out there and they've got a business, make sure you um, apply next year because it's yeah. really I'm an amazing community. But as I said, it's um, definitely was something in the back of my mind starting, starting a business. And Interesting. I do say it, 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 the struggle is real when you're trying to balance it all with the newborn, yeah. but also being able to to be at work and have your baby, you know, running around your feet while you're working. Like it is, it does have it does have a great a great yeah. you know advantage to it. I love those awards too because I know sometimes people criticise that term mumpreneur. Yeah, and on one hand, I do get it. We don't call dads dadpreneurs. You know, so so it is that why are we singling out the gender? But by the same token, we just know that mums take on more of the mental load and they just do do more and kind of lift up when you do have kids. So the fact that you start a business, that it's achieving, that it's getting results and you're raising a child, I think that damn well deserves special awards because that is a lot. Anybody that can manage all of that, I take my hat off to them but is there something that you've learned like is there something that made it easier or something that kind of caught you up that you just thought oh I probably should have done that differently or something that you could impart some sort of wisdom to someone else who might be thinking about doing that I strongly believe always just ask people for help if you want Mm. help like I mean we're so open to connection nowadays through Instagram and you can contact someone that you're thinking of that may be able to help you and do you know what? Good people want other good people to succeed and people yeah. are open to helping other people. Like when I yep. was launching Figure, I contacted um, the owner of Budgie Smuggler Australia and what right. a legend. He met up with me, th- talked me through some war stories, some do's and some don'ts and just what a guy. You know, he's yeah. created an empire. And I love hearing that. Yeah, and I just think uh, that's such an amazing way to be and I could only want to be like that for someone else or be in the position eventually one day where people will go, oh, I want to ask Jules for some help with something like that. Like yeah. that to me is just amazing. And I just think anyone who's got an idea and they're wanting to, you know, they've got a vision and they want to create something, just ask someone, ask someone for mm. help. And so good people want to help other people. Like, yeah. you know, I think it's a really – you know, some people can be a bit like, oh, no, I did this myself and I don't want to share anything with anyone. Like, I need help. I'm not, yep. yeah, I'm not someone like that. And I I think that what you give out is what you get back. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, so anyway. I'm so here for that. And I just, I think you're right. Women are notoriously bad at asking for help and asking yeah. for advice because we don't want to feel like we're not capable and we're not able to do it all on our own. But you're so right. The second that you speak up and ask someone, yeah. 99% of the time, people just can't wait to share what they've learned. And I'm such a big advocate for sending the lift back down. Yeah. You know, just when you've of other people. You've done it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great feeling helping other people out. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. Ask, speak up, people. <laughs> Send us the DM. What do you want? Yeah, <laughs> Send Jules a DM. <laughs> we'll be back after this short break talking about why your career becomes even more important after you become a mum.
Jules, I know you wanted to talk to me about um, whether or not becoming a mum has impacted how you see your career. Because I know for me, you know, having my first child a bit later in life, I was very driven. I was very much all about, um, you know, growing and kind of um, challenging myself in the career space. So it was always super important to me that I didn't lose that aspect of myself when I became um, a mum. Is that something that you felt? Can you relate to that? Yeah, it's a really interesting one. And I've thought really hard about this because when I was younger, I always thought to myself, you know what, when I have children, I would give everything up to be a mum and really? to, to, to have that role. Yeah, I was that person. I ah. thought that I would give everything up. And I, I still say it'd be the best job I ever do. And it is the best job I could ever do, mm. but it doesn't mean I can't have another one. Yeah. And I think evolving and changing as I, as I got older, I couldn't imagine having obviously the purpose of having, you know, having purpose for my child, but also having a higher purpose, which is what I believe I have a role in figure, which is helping other women feel amazing in themselves, you know? So that to me is really important. And I don't think I, you know, everyone's circumstances are different, but I love being a working mum. I love being a little mum entrepreneur as they call it, um, because it means I do get to spend all day with my child as well, working for myself. And I just feel really full from, from doing that. And yeah, like the juggle is real and it is hard, but it is so funny how I never thought I'd be that person. I was like, no, I'm going to be a full-time mum. That's what I'm going to do. And my circumstances have changed. Um, and I wouldn't have it any other way now. So what do you think changed for you? Because that it's so interesting just even hearing you speak. You can really hear that it was that was what you thought, you know, was yeah. going to be your thing. Do you think it was um, like starting your business and then realising that was a another passion of yours? Like what, how did you go from having one mindset to, to thinking quite differently. Well, I think also, as I said, like your circumstances change and this, this, my running my business is that's my job. That's my income. That's, your that's other how, baby. you know, I make yeah. a living. Yeah. It's my, it was my first baby. I put my heart and soul into it. So yeah. I feel like, you know, if circumstances were different and, you know, I had a husband that, you know, he, went to work, you know, to to do something and provided in that way, then maybe it would be opposite, but it's not. And it's not that I'm, I'm not doing it because I have to, I do it because I want to, Mm. like, I love it. And I love the joy that it brings me. And also it is providing nothing but a future and a a great life for for my family. So, um, as I said, it it feels like a higher purpose for me. Mm. And, and that is definitely what drives me with with doing that um but <laughs> it's a lot the, the struggle the struggle is yeah there, but I think it's also it's really important. nice though to have something outside of being a mum not not that you know if if you are a stay-at-home mum and then and you don't work like I mean, it's not that you are just a mum but for me personally I think I'm a better mum having something outside of of my kids to you know, show my other skills and my experience and all the other things that I can bring. And I think it sounds like a similar thing with you. And I think then when I do go home to my kids, I'm a better mum for it for having challenged myself in a different space. And I often joke that like some days at work I'm kicking ass and then I go home and wipe them. And, you know, and there's that kind of disparity and that change between you're this person at work and then still at the end of the day, someone poos and spews on you. Like that's just Yeah, exactly. But as you say, like I have a girlfriend who we had a baby pretty much at the same time and she's now just going back to work next month. And I actually said to my husband, I was like, 
I couldn't like imagine, of course, you know what, I would love every second of it if I was that mum too, where I was, you know, had maternity leave and I was with him all the time and that was my main job. Mm. You know what, that is amazing. And it is a full-time job no matter what. Oh my no God, one's doing it so easier or harder hard. than any other one because you're working. Yeah. You're giving it your all in the capacity that you can give it your all. So, um, but I was like, I just couldn't imagine like that was, but I think, yeah, it, it, yeah, we're all, we're all juggling no matter how we look at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I go, I used to go to work just for a bit of a holiday. Like <laughs> you think yeah. the people there like on a Friday go like, have a nice weekend. And you're like, no, I have small children. So it's actually just going to my <laughs> other job. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I do love it, but it's like, you know, there's something about actually just being able to drink a hot drink while it's hot and pee without um, spectators. That is quite oh, appealing. <laughs> totally. Thanks for listening to the best of edition of The Juggling Act. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, review and all those things. And we'll be back on Friday with a fun, another best of episodes about funny nicknames and the worst things you ever did as a kid. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.